Oh, there it is. That can mean only one thing. Cousin Rick is calling in from Needham, Massachusetts with Rick's Tech Talk. Good morning, Cousin Rick. Good morning, R.T. How are you? Oh, I am fine. Hearing uh, Thelonious Tickelow's Ivories was uh, always a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, you know, he was odd and wonderful. Thelonious Monk. (laughs) Many creative people are. Indeed, indeed. Well, that's what makes them creative, or is it the other way around? Yeah, hard to say. Hard to say. Some of those chicken and egg questions. uh, Well, we can digress on that some other time. Yeah, some other time. Some other time. But do you have a right? No. Well, actually, are we back in a right of the week yet? No, the right of the week is on hiatus. It's still on hiatus. Okay. Yes, it'll be for a couple of weeks more. A couple of more weeks. Okay. Yeah. So, but uh, But, but we do have have automotive topics here. Mm -hmm. And we go from the ridiculous to the sublime. Okay. And starting out... uh, with the announcement that the world's fastest production car is now the SSC Tuatara. Now, SSC is a company that makes what we call ultra cars in, uh, out of Washington State. And their Tuatara ultra car recently set the speed record for production cars. It is in production. And that is 316 miles an hour. And uh, it, does, it did two runs on actual, an actual public highway, which I assume they closed off in uh, Nevada. And uh, the average of two runs, you go one way and then the other within an hour, and the average is the official speed. And so their official speed record is 316 miles an hour, but on the highest speed run, they hit 331 miles an hour. And uh, if you can afford it, uh, this car is available. uh, They don't really say how much it is. You have to, uh, if you ask, then you can't afford it. (laughs) And it has a V8 engine that produces, depending on the fuel, if you use E85, you get 1,300 horsepower, and if you use 91 octane gasoline, you get 1,800 horsepower. And it's like a six-liter uh, V8 engine. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So that uh, it brings to mind the Chuck Berry song, You Can't Catch Me. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Although you, I wonder what the insurance on that vehicle would be. It'd probably be that more than the cost of uh, some of the luxury cars that we're used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure the cops would be impressed, you know. <laughs> well, somebody you... may donate one to the police somewhere. Yeah, well, there, there's a thought, too. <laughs> yeah. I remember here in Massachusetts many years ago, the police uh, on the state, uh, the state police on the Massachusetts Turnpike were using uh, Mustang uh, souped-up Mustangs. They look like ordinary Mustangs, but, man, they were reeling them in left and right with those, uh, you know, stock-looking Mustangs. Hmm. All right. So so was that the ridiculous or was that the sublime? <laughs> well, I, I would think it's the ridiculous unless you can afford it. <laughs> okay. But uh, the sublime would be uh, more on the electric vehicle side that we know and love from Penn State University. They've developed 
uh, what they call a self-heating battery. They found out doing research that uh, the lithium-ion batteries in electric vehicles, when you go to charge them below 50 degrees, there's uh, lithium deposits on the anodes that form, and eventually that degrades the battery and reduces performance. But they found that if you heat the battery, preheat the battery to over 140 degrees, the lithium does not collect on the surface of the anodes. It becomes embedded more in the surface, and so there's less of these lithium deposits on the surface that can cause degradation. And uh, they've come up with a battery that uh, you can preheat and then uh, charge it. Uh, You get a full charge within 10 minutes. Hmm. So that's something we can look forward to in the future. Yeah, all right. That sounds good. Okay, uh, anything else automotive you have for us? Oh, that's it for automotive this week. How about a Musk Minute? A Musk Minute, yes. uh, Musk himself, Mr. Elon has said that uh, originally they were looking to send one of these huge Starship rockets to the moon in 2022. It would be uh, with no no crew on board. And now he says uh, he's moved it back, as he is wont to do, to 2024. He says we have a, a fighting chance to get one to the moon by 2024, followed in... 2026 now by a starship that would carry astronauts to the moon. Hmm. So we'll have to see how uh, how long that prediction holds. Right, yeah, yeah. Working on Elon time there. Yes. <laughs> but speaking of space. Yes. Yes. As we speak, or perhaps in 10 minutes from now, the uh, NASA... OSIRIS-REx probe will begin its descent to the asteroid Bennu, B-E-N-N-U. And it'll uh, come down and not land, but hover over a spot maybe 20, 25 feet wide, extend an arm down, and with a nitrogen jet, try to pick up debris from the asteroid, which will eventually be brought back to Earth. And you can watch this live at, uh, on the web at asteroidmission.org, asteroidmission.org. And starting at 5 p.m., NASA television will be streaming. That's 5 p.m. Eastern time, mm. which would be 2 p.m. your time. Right. And... Uh, NASA television will be streaming that live so you can watch how well the probe goes. And uh, it's kind of tricky that uh, there's, there's a large, maybe, oh, a three-story mound right next to the site. The, the asteroid has very few smooth spots, and they've picked out this really small area near the North Pole. And the asteroid Bennu itself is only a thousand feet across. So, it, uh, if you're looking for something to do later this afternoon, this looks like something really interesting. Yeah, I think I, I might be back in time to catch it. You know, <laughs> before the World Series. <laughs> oh, that's right. You guys are enamored of the Dodgers, aren't you? 
we can't stand the Dodgers. <laughs> well, that's right. You're in the Bay Area. We're in Northern, please. So why please. are you even watching? Huh? Why are you even watching? So we can see somebody beat the Dodgers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go Rays. You're unenamored of the Dodgers. Unenamored, yes. Erase that. Okay. Or, or, or as we say here in Northern California, duck the Fodgers. <laughs> but you can't say that on radio. <laughs> Well, um, it's public radio. It is public radio. Yes, yeah. uh, yes. But, but getting no back bowl. to the topic no at hand. Right. Yes, and also in space, NASA, uh, we know that the Perseverance rover is on its way to Mars and will hopefully land there successfully in January. Okay. Now, NASA has a website where you can go and follow the mission it's and uh, it's it's an app. It's called the Eyes on the Solar System app. And if you go there, you'll see a 3D. You can see a 3D recreation of the mission from close up to the spacecraft, far away. It kind of gives you a soup to nuts view of the mission, and you can find that at eyes.nasa.gov. That's e y e s .nasa.gov. So that's something you can do after you watch the landing on Bennu. You can uh, watch this over the next few months until January. Hmm. So that looks like yeah. it could be interesting, yeah. too. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. I, I'm just wondering, now, do you know on the, the, the uh, Bennu mission there, is there actually a, a, a video camera that's on the, the probe itself that you see? Is, is, I mean, is it just kind of a coverage of the mission? or is it just Yes, there's yes. A, Yes, although there's an 18-minute delay from the asteroid ah, to Earth. Yeah. Okay. So you can basically see it after the fact. Yeah, cool. Well, I just might have to check that out. All right, uh, any other uh, space news? No space news, no space but news. Uh, we know COVID is in the news, as always. Yes. Yes, and uh, the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign, Remember when it used to be Champaign-Urbana? Now, some reason, it's oh, Urbana-Champaign. Wasn't that where the HAL 9000 was manufactured? Oh, uh, let's... Uh, that's, think... that's beyond me. Really? Okay. I'll have to look that up. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, well, they, they've it? developed a portable COVID test that can give the results in 30 minutes. And basically what it does, it takes a sample... You know, the COVID swab from a nasal swab and heats it up. And by breaking down the virus, they can get a quick read on whether you have uh, COVID within 30 minutes. And they use a cell phone to actually uh, read the data from the machine, which can send it to a public health system for data collection. Hmm. And eventually they're looking to use this, not so much using a nasal swab, but maybe using a saliva swab, which is a lot more pleasant. So that, that's something in the, in the development here, that they're, they're looking to have this maybe deployed for it, uh, at large gatherings where people can quickly get a, a COVID test. Wow, that sounds great. I'm just, I'm just wondering if that, you know, and, and you could do that at, uh, in home, too, right? Right. Um, they're also looking for that at, uh, for uh, private use, but uh, hopefully the cost will be reasonable or else uh, 
your insurance would pay to have one of these machines brought into your home temporarily. Right, right. But, you know, anyhow, all part of the, uh, you know, the effort to, to uh, have massive testing, which, uh, which we kind of uh, sorely need at this point. So, uh, yeah, sounds like a good progress there. Okay, uh, what else do you have for us? Well, finally, this is kind of, uh, it's kind of cool. It's uh, Adidas, the uh, athletic shoemaker. They have what they call the Adidas Creators Club, where you can go to the Adidas website, search search on the Internet for Adidas Creators Club, Creators Club, and you can go there and register. And they're looking for 1,500 members of that club. And I just got this notice today, so I don't know if they filled up or not, but they'll be giving away a pair of their new Ultra Boost DNA Loop running shoes to 1500 members of the Creators Club and it's like a it's a beta test of the shoe. You can get this shoe and uh, run it around and uh, give them input, but what's cool about the shoe is that except for the laces, it's a thermoplastic. It doesn't use any adhesive. And it's completely recyclable. That after the after the shoes wear out, they can grind it up and make a new shoe out of it. Hmm. So that that's yeah. a kind of an environmental plus. Yeah, I like it. And and a freebie yeah. as well. Yeah. So so you said you're you're putting in for your uh, pair. No, I'm putting in for my COVID test. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, actually, I am. I'm going for a COVID test with at two thirty our time here. Oh, no kidding! Wow. Yep. Yep. Which? Uh, what kind is it? Do you know? I don't know, but I hope yeah. it's the quickie. Yeah, quick would be good. But I won't have to get out of my car. Oh, you don't? Okay, very nice. I don't the think drive so. up. Yes, the drive up COVID test. Yep. Okay. Well, we hope for uh, well, not positive results. We <laughs> look for good results. <laughs> <laughs> Negative results. Yes. Okay. Um, so wait, is that a wrap for today? That's a wrap. Wow. Glad we could get okay. together. Glad we could get together. Let's do it again next Tuesday. Okay, so that was Cousin Rick calling in from Needham, Massachusetts with Rick's Tech Talk, a regular feature of the Newtopian Dream.